0: What's really good my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Chicago. For Chicago, by Chicago. I am your host Sean Little. Big time interview. Shams Charania of Yahoo Sports, the NBA insider. If you're plugged into the NBA scene, you know who I'm talking about. T was able to land an interview with him, connect with him. He's a Chicago guy, born in Rogers Park, went to New Trier, went to Loyola. Chicagoans have their hand in everything. Breaking NBA news is no different. We talked to him about his process, what he gets into, what he learned from Woj of now ESPN, how he filled that spot now at Yahoo Sports, talks about the business, goes into details of breaking news, how he gets his news, and the kid's only 23 years old. He gives us all the details. Shams Charania, NBA Yahoo Sports insider. Listen up.
1: Shams, how you doing, man? It's great to have you on. Me and Sean, uh, we're looking forward to this interview.
2: T, Sean, great, uh, gr- great to be with you guys.
1: All right, and if anybody doesn't know who Shams is, uh, might be living under a rock, because <laughs> <laughs> if you're an NBA Definitely. fan, Definitely. He's been dropping uh, everything for a few years now. Um, he's a local guy, too, so that's what's cool. We got Sean Evanston here, Skokie, myself. Uh, Shams, you're from North Shore, aren't you?
2: Yeah, yes, sir. So I was born in in Rogers Park in, in the Evanston area, and then moved to Skokie, lived in Skokie until my freshman year of high school, and I went to uh, went to Wilmette and uh, graduated from Notre in 2012.
1: Dope, man. And then uh, you're Loyola guy too. I know you were at the game a couple weeks ago.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Graduated from Loyola in in May of 2017. Um, so yeah, man. We, we ho- hopefully get a win here on Thursday and, and yeah, man. It's been Cinderella a crazy season going, man. Yeah, that's yeah, a big. Yeah, that's a big deal awesome.
0: for Loyola, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, definitely. it's a big deal
2: for Chicago. I think in general, just the fact that we have we have a team representing us in, in the uh, in, in the tournament, and then like for it to be a team like Loyola, an underdog team, and, you know, the, the program wasn't where when I started going to Loyola in 2012. It definitely isn't. It, it wasn't anywhere near where it's at now. So just to see the progression and the growth, and seeing the group of guys, and it's a first and foremost a good group of players good character players so it's always it's great to see these guys have success
0: yeah no doubt i think before we get too too deep shams pronounce your name for the world because i know a lot of my homies pronounce your name incorrectly Tanyal just broke it down for me so let them know how to pronounce shams yeah
2: so first name shams last name charania
0: take <laughs> notes listen up
1: i get the, the sham bomb sounds good a lot of people say say that when you drop stuff on twitter right. so <laughs> So let's take it back. You've been you've been with Yahoo for what, like two, three years now?
2: Yeah. So this is my third full year. I started with them in September 2015. Uh, before that, um, when I was in high school, before actually, that, I was, before
1: that crazy story is what I wanted to get into. Is it true <laughs> you came up like literally just writing guest like guest articles for the real GM?
2: Yeah. So I started blogging for a, a, a Chicago Tribune subsidiary website called chicago now and i believe when i was 16 years old so this was going back to 2010 2011 i think was the year oh yeah yeah. if whoever doesn't
1: know uh shams is like 24
0: years old by the way
2: yo low key that's that's what's
0: turning soon boys 23 making major moves i was shocked by that i had no idea so that's like i'm an old soul though
2: i'm an old soul soul. but now so i you know i started doing that and um and just really writing a lot just writing as much as possible for me it was just about getting reps in and I, I wrote so much multiple times a day and that really helped me and then yeah you know when i was 17 i just reached out to real gm and thankfully and i'm, I'm so so grateful for them to even do voluntary stories and it was never about getting paid or anything like that it was just about getting reps and getting uh, you know on a website and, and growing up as a bulls fan um you know, I, I grew up in the area, so it was always, you know, it became like, how can I cover the team? I wasn't even thinking about the league, the NBA. I just wanted to cover the Bulls, and um, I actually got got denied credentials um, when I was, when I got the Real GM, and, and they're like, even at Chicago now, they're like, we don't credential bloggers and stuff like that, but for me, it was just about doing whatever I could, not really letting things, um, you know, come off, and it was just about um, you know, just working, just trying to work as hard as I can, and um, and just it and, and stays that way. I think now, I think for every everyone now.
1: Yeah, definitely, Shams. If I told you, and it, and it was only like five years ago, if I told you like you'd be working for say CSN or Six Seventy the Score, you'd be pretty ecstatic, right? Yeah,
2: I mean, those are the, the those are all the outlets. You know, ESPN without like those are all the outlets that I grew up. So it's you know, crazy to, to like um,
1: to see where you've come in five years. I mean. I don't know. Do you kind of sit back and like just think about it sometimes? Like, damn, not that Um, real GM is nothing, or not that you know Chicago now, but like, it was such a fast uh, progression. It feels like, man, everything just aligned.
2: Yeah, I think it was just about the work. Like, I started. I feel like I started so early, and that, and that the progression for me, I think, has gone the way I thought it would, and and the way that you know. But you got to get lucky too. You got to catch breaks, and you got to. Um, you know, it's it's all about luck, timing, and, and being present in the right moments. And um, I think the biggest thing for me was just once I started going to games. When I was, I think, 20 years old, I started go, I started going to games. I did a freelance story for ESPN at uh, when I was 20, and I remember that was one of the first. That was the first game at the United Center I got into. It was actually, it was actually the Bulls against the Rockets. I think it was. It's either a TNT game or an ESPN game. I remember I wrote a, a column on Joakim Noah that night. Um, he actually almost had a triple double, I think, against Dwight Howard, and it was interesting because Joakim at the time, it was, it, you know, just th- their own, you know, tracking their progression of their career. Dwight was kind of on the on the way down, and Joakim at the time was on the way up. So, um, you know, for me, it was just about making sure I put myself in the right position. And and at the end of the day, all you can do is put your put yourself in positions to, to succeed. And I tried to. You no, know, hopefully I'll
1: try to do that. Right, man, and and I did some homework. I was trying to find your oldest article on Real GM. Uh, I think the furthest back one that I I saw was about Mike James. So that's how you know it's been a while.
2: <laughs> Mike <laughs> James, Mike what James,
1: 2012. Man, it was it was something like that. It must have been. He he was always ready for a ten days. So I think you were dropping. Uh, his ten day
0: info. Mike James stayed ready for a ten day. <laughs> yeah. Always. Hey, he had the burner back in he the day did, though. Man, Mike did. James had it him heat. and
2: John Lucas, man. John they Lucas, had a, man. they had a very unheralded role on those old Bulls teams, man. And obviously oh, yeah. John is with Minnesota now as, as an assistant coach. And yeah. And yeah, I saw um, him you saw him warming up Rose
1: the other night. So you I know you gotta be somewhat impartial as like an NBA insider, but you're still a, a diehard Bulls fan. I know you you used to be a huge Bulls fan
2: yeah i mean for me it's it's so difficult i mean you're always gonna have an eye on chicago sports but it's difficult to just focus in on a team no, i, of I course. feel like at this point it's just about the stories and and um about whatever i'm I'm covering at the moment it's it's really just league wide more than one team oh um, yeah no doubt but you know there was i mean i have friends that are both my, my, my family so it's It's one of those things. For me, it's all about the people I cover and the stories I cover. And so you always – those are the focuses. It's more than just, you know, rooting or or cheering on a team versus another team.
0: Dude, that's so funny. Your first game was a TNT-ESPN game. Back then, we lived on TNT and ESPN.
2: That's it, At the United Center?
0: Oh, dude, every other game was on TNT-ESPN when D-Rose and those cats were running around. Those were the dope days. That was awesome.
2: That's it. I used to, you know, sit at home and watch every game. I mean, that was – that was the grind. I mean that that was that's what I used to do growing up. was like watch every Bulls game, watch every try to watch as many games as I can, and um, I think it, that's what helped me get the reps in. You know,
1: take it back to the WCIU days, man.
2: <laughs> was I on WCIU? I don't even remember that. Yeah,
1: right before. Um, um, so yeah, I was gonna ask like, so somehow or another you get in touch with Walsh, and how is that relationship and other relationships? You know who else has been um, kind of either inspirations or personal mentors from you outside of him, you know, any local guys or.
0: Yeah. Go yeah, into that, go into that relationship, meeting Woj and going through and how it became, you know, what it did and working for the vertical. Take us through that whole journey.
2: Yeah. So we, we met at a game in 2013 and I mean, guys like, you know, Adrian and Adam Schefter, Lee Jenkins of sports. Illustrated, those are guys I consider role models for me. Just the fact that broke news, you know, and really covered the league and wrote, major columns and, and background stories on guys you know, real feature stories that that i had a lot of interest in growing up growing up so those are the guys that i considered role models and people that i considered inspiration and, and really idolized in a lot of ways so it was it was an honor and privilege when i met him just to just to say how much of a fan i was and then you know once once he he was launching the vertical i was you know again just honored and privileged to be a part of that it was a great experience still someone i consider a mentor and and a friend and, um, you know, in a role model. So it was, it was, listen, you're just learning from the best. You, you just hope to, to continue to apply, you know, what you already know with what you're gaining from other people, whether it's, you know, watching, you know, like nowadays, a lot of stuff that, that I try to do, you know, I've done a couple sit downs with players and, and stuff. So a lot of that is, is visually now. So just doing, viewing how other broadcasters you know behave and how they, perform on tv just try to pick up as many mechanisms as, as i can and um know it's the same thing with writing or it was the same thing with writing it was the same thing with the news and um so for me it was just an honor and a privilege to be a part of the vertical when it launched and uh, yeah did he just tell you to to,
0: did he just tell you to come over like hey shams i'm about to launch this I, I i'm getting i have the opportunity to start the vertical at yahoo sports i want you on the squad let's get it going
2: yeah, I mean, you know, the, the the website was was coming up, and we had we had we had already formed a relationship. So, you know, at that point, it was just you know I was still at Real GM, and and um, it was just a matter of, um, you know, just just making sure all the stars aligned. And once they did, I was just honored to go aboard, and um, you know, and I really th- thank Real GM a lot, and and even i think the day that i made it you know i guess it came out that i joined yahoo you know I, I put out a i put out a statement to real gm i'm like you guys can use this like this was one of the best experiences um that i could have been a part of and you know it's, you're still so thankful that someone would give you an opportunity and whether it's real gm yahoo you, you just always just got to be grateful for any opportunity you get
1: yeah definitely man and um you know real gm is crazy though they're still around they I remember always clicking through them in high school. That was like the go-to to find out if someone's playing. You know who got traded. That's
2: it, man. I remember growing up. You know, we were kids in science classes, looking at real GM and Hoopsite, refreshing them over and over. Like Twitter wasn't that. Yeah, big, hell
1: that, yeah, no, no Twitter. In, in 2006,
2: 2007, and you were just refreshing real GM and Hoopsite, seeing who's getting traded. A lot of times, I was just checking who's getting traded the Bulls, and so yeah um, you know it, that's what that's what a lot of it was about like are we gonna get kg are we gonna go get um you know kobe in 2007 are we gonna go get remember one year there was a rumor about us getting tj ford so yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of things that you would, you would <laughs> shout track. out tj um, ford
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like these are just off the top of my head like things i would remember just sit, sitting in science class or whatever math classes just on our laptops our school-issued laptops just refreshing the pages Seeing uh, so so that was always an interest for me, right? The behind the scenes, whether it's trades, signings, um, you know, acquisitions, whatever the case may be, um, it was always it always piqued my interest.
1: So, um, you mentioned some of those guys, like Adam Schefter, for example. He's a legend. He's been dropping you know everything in the NFL for for like a decade now. Like, but I feel like, and especially you mentioned some of these sit down interviews. Um, you know, the one you had with Kobe was like uh, probably the biggest one. You know, I felt like that was kind of a different angle, you know, like a lot of people know Shams as he's dropping news, like he's dropping news fast as hell and who got traded, who's hurt. But uh, did you feel like that was a little different? Like you got to get a little introspective? Um, I just felt like it was a little different.
2: Yeah, no question. I mean, anytime you're doing those sit down interviews, I did a, I did a sit down with DeMarcus Cousins and Rajon Rondo of, of New Orleans in October for a preseason interview that we ended up running uh, early in the season. And just when you get a chance to sit down with these guys, you just want to make sure you go into it with the right angles. And I want to make sure, you know, I had ideas in my mind. And at that point it's just about where the, where, where your subject takes you. Right. So I had a list of questions in my mind with both, you know, when I did the Kobe interview and the DeMarcus and Rondo interview. And, and then they end up like when I did the DeMarcus and, and, Rajon interview like they took it in different directions and the way they bounced off each other like what's great for me and then Kobe Kobe was just so polished you know I would have had to show, show up and and really um be dead for the interview I think not to go well I mean that just goes to show you how, how polished and how good he was and yeah no it was just a it was a great experience to, to be a part of and something that I continue to you know, hopefully get the reps in but um you know what Kobe said a lot I think a lot of people re- resonated with what he was talking about in terms of the work ethic you need. And every time he's, he's, I feel like, answered a question of mine, there was some type of motivation behind it, some motivational message that he can give to the audience. And I think that meant a lot for viewers. Um, at least that was the type of feedback that I was getting.
0: Yeah, I think Kobe's just that type of guy. When he comes, he's been around for so long. His father was in the, you know, in the game. So he, he kind of knows what to say and how to keep people going. And I think, especially with his writing stuff now, he likes to get people motivated and show them and show people that, hey, they can follow their dreams and all that stuff.
2: I No knew, question. Yeah. No question.
0: Yeah. I think one of the things that I know interests our viewers is that take us through a day in the life of Shams. Is your phone blowing up? How does some of this, without giving away, obviously, uh, without giving away all your secrets and, and how you go about things, how does some of this information come about? How I guess at the end of the day, people because I meet me and my boys go through it's like how are him and Woj the first ones to break every story that drops? Like what's going on here? Is that built off relationships take us through a day in the life and, and you know how, how that information comes about?
2: Yes, yeah, so sometimes I'm at home and I, I work mobily now. Um, we have an office downtown that I'll pop into sometimes. Um, sometimes I'll be on the road, but usually, you know, this, this is mobile, you know, I'll, I'll say I was an all-star and I, I was in New York last week and, and, you know, you're, you're always traveling, seeing people. So I, I definitely do think the number one thing is relationships, you know, making sure that you've, you're on top of different stories and making sure that you're tracking different stories. And um, I, I definitely think it's something that you're, you're going through, you know, con- year round. Like it's something that there's a continuous dialogue, you form relationships, close relationships with people and something I learned and, and I did, even going back in high school was just maintaining relationship, ma- maintaining contact with people uh, that I talked to, whether it was, you know, whoever it was, um, whether friends or, or, or colleagues, like whatever the case may be, whether I was working at, you know, I, I worked at North Shore Hospital for a couple of years, um, actually three years, my junior year of, and senior year of high school and then my freshman year of college. And it was just about, you know, staying in contact with people. And I think that's carried over to, the, to, to what I do now. And just want to make sure you cover people the right way and you respect them and you're, you're, you're truthful with, with what you do. I think all that plays a role. Um, but in a day in the life, like, you know, I'll, I'll, i try to get my sleep and I'll try to maintain contact <laughs> with people. But yeah. a lot of this is, is year round dialogue. You're having these discussions like year round. So it's nothing, you know, nothing like, um, you know, nothing really random usually, right. but, um, It's something you, you try to maintain, you know, contact with people throughout the course of, of the week and the days.
0: Yeah, like you are, in other words, that trade is not coming to you as it's happening. You're already on top of that trade. You have been talking about that trade or who was on the block for a, for a good amount of time now and kind of respecting, you know, respecting them, having that relationship like, hey, we can have a fluid conversation, nothing on the record. But then when that stuff starts to break, just let, hey, come
2: to me first, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> sometimes, but you yeah. never know. Nowadays, the way the news goes, it's 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 fast, and I think everything in society is getting fast. Whether you're following, uh, political news, you know, like worldwide news, everything is moving quick. Like there's so much, there's so much content out there now. So you really just gotta, you know, what I try to do is just stay, uh, laser focused on what I'm doing, what I'm tracking, and and just have really really tunnel vision, and I that's the way I've always tried to to, to behave.
0: Tunnel vision. That's that's a good way to look at it.
2: But. You're not really worried That's about it. who
0: else is breaking news. I'm just gonna go ahead and do my thing and put out put out what I've been working on. Exactly, exactly.
1: So, uh, Shams, I gotta ask, man. This Kobe interview must have been like a damn moment. But what was your first, like, you know, like damn, man? Like you just had, you were like blown away, I guess, or <laughs> taken back. Man,
2: I think I think everything like that Kobe interview is. What's crazy is before I had a little bit of butterflies, but during the interview is when it was just like like you you know you, you kind of, there was a moment in the interview I feel like I, I was like man like I'm I'm really sitting here um interviewing Kobe Bryant but you know it, at the end of the day then you, you you kind of look down you look at your questions and 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 then you look back at the subject and you realize I have you know I have questions here there's legitimate things I got to do there's not much time to just just you know think inside and, and and really look within like oh man I'm sitting next to Kobe Bryant like there's there's things you got to ask there's there's you know there's work to be done so um, but definitely after it was a it was a it was a great moment for me and and um, and really like when I when I shared the picture with my my sister my brother my mom like it was it was definitely a, a fun moment and getting the reaction that I think the interview got I think it was just cherry on top for me I think there was a lot of good reaction based on the stuff he was saying but I think for now I think that's probably the moment just because of how much me and my friends i mean you know man like we we used yeah man that's what i'm saying like (laughs) kobe was such an influential figure just as a basketball player as because it went beyond basketball like he had such a um you know he says all like he had a killer mindset he had a killer instinct that i think people can use in all facets of life and um i think that's what he's trying to translate into with with the with the path he's on now
1: yeah i feel you man i'm not gonna lie it was a great interview but I got to be honest, you could see a little bit on your face and it makes sense because you're 23 years old. You're like, damn, this is Kobe Bryant. Like, <laughs> I guess that piece of you is always going to be there. You know, we grew up watching these guys, like we said.
0: I mean, you see 60-year-old <laughs> guys interviewing Kobe, looking at him like that. So, like, yeah, that's not like, – you know what I'm <laughs> oh, saying? <man>. Kobe's <laughs> Kobe, you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> exactly. No, I mean, it was definitely – like I said, there was a moment where I'm like, oh, man, like I'm really here. But yeah. um, but, then you, you, but then the moment I looked down at my question. You know, the moment you realize you have a, a, a page full of questions you got to ask, you you get into that mode real quick. Like, yeah, oh, I'm, in, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in an actual interview right now. I gotta I gotta finish this out strong. So, you know, that that, that moment was was pretty swift. And when I was sitting down, so you know, getting <laughs> that interview done though, it was definitely um, a great experience. And right now, a lot of what I do is still just continue to get reps because I think you know there's a long way to go. There's a lot of steps you know that you continue to accomplish
0: yeah no doubt i got- think that's a perfect segue into what's next for shams like what do you how long do you want to be in the i guess we call it breaking news business or writing articles and just working for the vertical not to say that i guess big picture is is maybe like a front office team something that you'd want to look into i don't know just talk to me like what what's next for shams
2: I think that the what I'm doing now is like the only thing I've I've ever been focused on. Like doing what I'm doing now is always been up. a dream. Like yeah. if I, like I, if you told me when I was 16, when I was first starting to do Bulls blogs, like hey, you know, when you're 23, you're gonna be covering, you know, writing about NBA players, their behind the scenes story. There was actually a Drew Holiday piece I wrote today, um, and he really got in depth. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it. He, he got in depth about. The, the trials and tribulations he went through when his wife was sick, yeah. going through a brain tumor and going through the pregnancy at the same time. And this is the first time he really opened up about that topic. So just even beyond the breaking news stuff, you know, just to get guys to open up and, and do stories like that's always, you know, I, I grew up like wanting to read that stuff. So for me to be able to do that with high level players and continue to grow in the industry was was always just a dream. And so to be able to, to be in it and, and finally, know get a chance to 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 get interviews like that and um just try to work continue to work because i think there's a long way to go in what i'm doing i'm not even i don't think i've scratched even the surface of what what i can accomplish in in um you know and and you always want to help people you know what i'm finding now is just finding ways to help younger people and i'm trying to do as many speaking engagements as my time can allow and and um you know it's, it's all about just trying to make sure i can i can have a positive impact on me and people around me so um you know, I, I think for now, it's like, man, my focus is continuing to grow and continue you know, to develop, and because I don't I still don't think i'm I'm a fully polished writer. I don't think I'm a fully polished person on on camera, like so, man, maybe we'll have this interview in a year or two from now. I'd, I'd love that to do this again in a year or two see see where we're at and see where um you know how I'm doing. So, um you know, to me, it's just a year to year progression just continuing to grind.
1: Yeah, man, and uh, and I read that article today. Shout out to Drew. Uh, he's having a great season, too, huh? Pretty good bounce back year. Um, I know that was a tough situation. I read about that. Uh, but, yeah, Shams. It
0: just kind of showed uh, what type of guy J. Roo, Drew was. Right. I call him J. Rue just because I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, it uh, it showed what kind of guy Drew was for sure. I'm definitely going to check it out. I didn't catch it, but I will read it.
2: Appreciate you. Yeah, no, it, uh, it went up today. And, um, no, it's, it was a good read, not even about – the stuff he was going through off the court. But even, like you said, the season he's having now, and of course, losing lo- losing. Demarcus Cousins was big for them, but they've won 10 of 12. I think last time I checked, they're winning tonight, too. So um, for them, as you guys know, in the West, it's a dogfight, three to nine. All these, all these teams are in a complete fight with each other, and it's going to go down right to the wire, I think.
1: Yeah, I did not see the Pelicans climbing this high, this fast, and staying there with Demarcus out, but they've done it
0: uh samir effect bro yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey
2: it's march now right
0: Hey, true. it is march anything can happen
1: <laughs> shams you follow any uh chicago high school hoops man we try to have a little tie into chicago every time um i know you know some of these guys coming up but you pay attention to playoffs at all
2: man it's it's been tough for me to follow high school hoops this year like even even um you know, last year, we, you know, there was a kid out of Evans, I believe, you know, Joe Eastern went to right. Do yeah, a guy that I was tracking for years. Um, and and But this year, I, I'll be honest, I've been kind of distant from that, um, focusing a lot on on the college scene and and um, NBA. You know, the focus became a lot of NBA for me this year, um, just for the simple fact there were, there were some changes with us. And so making sure that I, I – Cover of my bases in the NBA was was important. But, no, nah, I definitely got to get in that scene. If there's some, if there's some guys I got to check out, I, I might learn more from you guys. About
1: definitely, <laughs> man. Taylor Horton Tucker. Check him out from Simeon. He's going to Iowa State. Uh, He's crazy. I'll but, check him out.
2: He's on my radar.
1: All right. Shams, man. We appreciate your time, bro. Hey, man. Thank you
0: so much, brother.
2: Yep. Sean, uh, my man T. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. <laughs>